Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. We all went to a birthday party today of our all of our friend Mallory Irvin and her sweetest little boy Shepard and Ford is her other son, but it was Shepard's birthday. Sunny and Shepard are two weeks apart. So cute. And it was so fun, A, to celebrate Shepard and their family. And Mallory is amazing and just coming out with a book. Everyone needs to check it out. It's called Living Fully. But it is so fun to be with friends. And literally like it was raining and half the time I was like, Oh, I don't want to go because it's raining. And like, but then I'm like, who cares? I'm covered in freaking dirt every day and disgusting from just being a mom of two year old. Like you guys all have young kids and it was so fun. And now we all agreed. I, I was like, can y'all please do a podcast with me tonight? And everyone was like, sure. And Brie Chandler's on here. I'm going to introduce everyone. She is a newbie, every everybody. And so she's nervous and she's thinking she's going to be awkward and doesn't know how to do a podcast. But what she doesn't know is she's going to freaking crush. Ashley Wilson is on here and Kristen Bruss. So Kristen's been on my podcast three times. This is now your fourth. You're like MVP. <laughs> I like our relationship. I also like that you read resurrect me from the depths of my couch and put me back on your podcast. You're a good friend. It is eight o'clock at night and we all were like realizing we're having actually a mom date right now. Like I don't even care that this is a podcast. It's going to be such a good episode because we're having a freaking mom date and the thrills that went through me when I realized we were all braless in PJs with wine or water or wishing we had wine made me have so much joy. Kristen just went for a run. Okay. So everyone introduce yourselves and tell me about you. Tell me what you love, what your passion is, and who you're married to. Because everyone has interesting husbands in this bunch as well. Go. 
Caroline told us not to talk over each other. So now <laughs> they're all like, not it. Not it. Three Chandler's over there like going hand across the neck. Like, not me. Not me. <laughs> okay. I nominate Kristen Brest to go first. I love that Ashley's pointing to squares, but on in my setup, the square points down to like my space bar. Like there's nothing below. It's like Brady Button style. Oh, I'm a newbie still to the Zoom. I mean, I've done it so many times and I still don't know what I'm doing, but I'm pointing to you, Kristen. We <laughs> dipped out and then you pointed. We all know, Kristen, we nominate you to go first. Okay. I'm Kristen Brust. <laughs> I'm Caroline's best friend and four-time reigning champ of the podcast. <laughs> um, I am married to half of Low Cash. Preston Brust is mine. The Mohawk Warrior is mine. Um, <laughs> And I have a podcast that I started a year and a half ago called In Kristen We Brust. So good. Oh, you're a good friend. You're half so to resurrect funny. my retired radio career and half to make sure that people pronounce my husband's last name right for the rest of time. What do they um, say? Brust. Or they say breast or burst. Oh, yeah. It's really some, or bruised. Sometimes bruised. Bruised. I think bruised is a common one I've heard. Yeah. Um, so there's that. I have two little kids, a three-year-old named Legend, who I refer to as Will Ferrell often, and a five, almost six-year-old named Love, mm. who is me shrunk and basically came out with a clipboard and loves office supplies. Um, <laughs> I was in the delivery room when Love was born. It was amazing. You really were. We really, we really went to the depths. When we found each other, we just decided, like, this is it forever, you and me. Well, I think it's relieving when people like you and me find each other because we're both so extremely open and overshare and constantly spinning like a freaking tornado and telling everyone about it all the time that when you find someone who matches you, you just like take a sigh of relief and you're like, oh, thank God. I can just like pour into you and you actually do the same. <laughs> and also, Ashley and Bree, y'all can talk. You don't have to not talk. I wish we, I wish people could see the zoom because it does look like everyone's mugshot. Like Ashley looks like I just framed her for four felonies. <laughs> Brie, like acting like she's in the library in high school. She's like just really. Brie is not talking. Brie talks in. Brie is talking in whisper. <laughs> okay, Brie, introduce yourself next. Thanks, Ashley. I'm Bree Chandler, and I'm married to Michael Chandler, who is a lightweight UFC fighter. Um, he just um, fought for the title just like a few months, like a month or so ago. He was going for the whole UFC UFC title, and he freaking crushed. He is such a, a beast. Thanks, Caro. Yeah, he fights again November 6th, so he's in Florida training for that right now, and I am a mom to a four-and-a-half-year-old named Hap. Precious. And I also, um, I work in aesthetic medicine and ER medicine. I'm a doctor practicing in that, so that's really my passion and what I do. She does the best Botox in town. She does all my Botox. She has done lip filler. I just did lip filler for the first time. I was really nervous because... People who get lip filler, let's be real, a lot of times like, it can go wild, you know, and it's a slippery slope. And I was like, okay, so I never wanted to do it because I didn't like not like my lips, even though they're not big. But then I was like, I'm going to try it with Brie because I trust you. And we, we only did like the smallest amount. So it looks really good. It looks really good. And I love that you're very tasteful, Brie. So if anyone needs Botox or anything, I'm about to do some massive facial with Brie. 
Brie did one right now. She is like, she did one and takes you down for like five or six days. Peels off all your face. I'm about to do that. Yeah, the laser, halo laser treatment. Be good it's like you. you burn oh. your face off. How does the process go? Yeah, it's like ablative and non-ablative. So it's to the epidermis and the dermis of your skin, all for like anti-aging, wrinkles, um, fine lines. It does skin tightening and collagen production. So you have about five to seven days of downtime. So is it, does it literally thing. burn off the layers of your skin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're numb though. How do you not scar? How do we not scar when we do this? That's a really good question because it's not that abrasive. Like it's not targeting that deep. Okay. I think if we're targeting any sort of marketing for this, we should stop saying burn your face off. <laughs> good point. <laughs> no, but I think you have to burn your face off to get that those top layers off because those are the ones that get worn and weathered by life, you know? You got to get to that fresh stuff. I just feel right. like stuff we do to stay young is really yeah. something. I know. <sighs> Ashley Stern. Well, I was just going to say that you casually were like, and I'm just a doctor in that. So now I have to follow <laughs> my husband's a beast champion and I'm just a doctor. No big deal. Brie is a beast as well. Like Brie you know, is like four pounds and hot and grows abs in her sleep. And she's like, I'm a doctor. My husband kicks ass for a living. And <laughs> yeah. And I'm hot and amazing. Hot. And but Bree, something about you. Well, everybody has amazing things that I love, and we will get into all of those tonight. But something I love about you, Bree, that I admire that is like so like something I wish I could be like, but I know I never will. So I just admire it in you, is your work ethic and your ability to like you burn it at both ends of your candle in so many ways. Like it's so hard all the time. And you do such a great job at everything. Like you like you're incredible at your job. You're incredible supportive wife. Like you and Michael both have very demanding careers. And yet you're an awesome mom and you're a great friend and you look so hot. And I'm like, how do you do all of this? Like, I can't do any of it. I should be in therapy with um, an addiction specialist on workaholism. So there's the flip side of that. So I have, it has its own issues. It's a problem in some areas, but thank you. You love to work. Yeah, it's bad. A little too much. Do you get like a high from working? I do get a high from working. Um, so yeah. You know, it has a full time, so there's that. But anyway, it's time for Ashley's introduction. Ashley, do you get a high from working? Because you're really good at working, too. Kristen, so are you. Y'all are all really good at working. Do you, like, okay, let's talk about you, though, Ashley. Do you get a high from working? Mm, I like what I do, but I would rather um, drink wine on the couch. <laughs> Yeah, but if you could drink wine on the couch just at any time all day, then you wouldn't enjoy it. You would like to earn it, you know? That's true. And I actually do. I am a, a hard worker, and I do feel like I get a little bit of a high from it. Yeah. But I'm lucky to like what I do, you know? So talk about what you do, because I feel like your job is super confusing for people who don't understand social media. So... I still like to call it a blogger. I have a blog and a website and a social media account. And I just kind of share life and motherhood and finds. And I feel like I've kind of turned into, Hey, where did you get that dress into a business? So tell me this, like people who are great at influencing or blogging or promoting stuff online, like you do in such a beautiful way. How do you actually make that a job? Because 
I feel like a lot of people share and like everybody shares their life and everybody's constantly, whether you are doing it for a job or not, it's just like the thing that the whole world does. So it's like, how did you make it a job? What about your page makes people want to come and do everything you tell them to do? Cause I mean, I do. Well, you're sweet. Um, I feel like this could be a whole episode in itself, but there's so many different funnels and revenue streams that you can utilize to make money off of it. There's affiliate income, which is basically when someone purchases something that you do a swipe up for, you get a percentage of that sale. There are brand deals. So you could be putting out great photos and a brand could want you to promote their you know, today I did one for a banana, like healthier milk option, something like that. You could also do essentially where you're creating content for the brand, but not necessarily promoting it. You're just creating content for their social media pages or for them to use for their marketing. There's the ways are really endless. And the more streams and revenue streams you have, the, the better. How important is it to, um, be authentic with brands that you post about because a lot of influencers just post anything and then like you start to realize like oh they're just like posting stuff what how do you like decide what your brand is and like the things you'll post about and things you want I think mine's a little easier because it's just my life so if I authentically use something and like it it's a yes if I don't like it it's a no um recently I've had to do a lot of notes the holiday has a lot of there was a lot of candy a lot of um, food that we wouldn't necessarily have in our house, things like that. And so it's really hard, honestly, to say no when you can make that kind of money doing it, but it's the most important thing to stay authentic. I think something for me, I always say at the Nordstrom sale, I feel like everybody pushes this Nordstrom sale every year. It's like the Nordstrom sale, buy this, buy this, buy this. And yes, that yellow sale, it completely overwhelms you. It's all taped off. You have to have special cards and memberships. I'm like, oh, I'm stressed. Yes. And one of the most important things that I feel like I say during that, I'll share a couple of things that I bought for myself. It always falls on my birthday week, so I buy some things. But I'm always telling people, do not buy a credit card for this sale if it is not the right financial decision for your family. I don't have store credit cards. I'm not going to go push peddle other people to get store credit cards if that's not a good financial decision for their family. Because at the end of the day, these are still people that they're not just accounts online. They're people. I don't want someone to go, you know, mess up their family's financial state that they're in for a pair of shoes. You know, it means more to me that I'm promoting things that are good for people's family and good for their health. And that means something to me, you know, Well, because I totally get that because when I first started influencing and I didn't know what any of it was. And like, I started getting offers for brand deals and making money. Like I started saying yes to stuff, even if I didn't like totally align with it or really care. And then I realized, and I sort of starting to realize, and I kind of feel like I'm in a major funk with social media right now is people are like truly trusting you and watching you. And like, you are really like, this is hard earned money. And especially like in the pandemic, people are like really struggling. And if people are going to spend money and do something, you really need to mean it. You know, you really need to care. And like, I feel, I just struggle with all this sometimes because I'm so bad at influencing, but yet I want to be a good influencer. And I don't know, it just stresses me out. You do such a good job. Well, thank you. But there's two things. One, I think this goes for two things with social media. 
it is a person on the other side. I think that sometimes people forget that when they send nasty messages online and all this stuff, it's still a person. It's the same thing when I'm asking someone to buy something or telling them I like this. For me, it's a long-term business. So if I tell somebody to buy something and it's a piece of shit and they hate it, they're never going to buy from me again. So that doesn't actually help me in the long run. The longevity of a business in this is building people's trust. So when they buy something, it's something that they really like. And then the next time that you share something, they know to trust you and then they have, it's like a repeat customer kind of a situation. And that is much more important and will build a long-term business than just peddling everything that comes your way. Well, then it's because like they, like I know for me, I don't really like to follow just like tons of influencers, but I like to follow people who I feel like I can relate to in their style and then the way they like to like live and whatever. And so then like things they recommend, I'm like, oh, actually, I kind of think I will try that because they're like doing the work for you. So that's why it's so important to trust the influencer. A thousand percent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kristen and Brie, y'all are both influencers. Mm. Kristen definitely is. I am not. You are Brie. You're like a, you're like a in denial influencer. You influence me, Brie Chandler. You influence me a lot. You influence me. I'm always asking where Hap's clothes came from, the neutral, cute little things. I've sent you multiple messages. Where'd you get that? I'm so Hap has the best style. Hap has the best style of any. Uh, it's black and white. <laughs> That's it. No colors. No, but seriously, I, you, all three of you are so good at that. And I think you are truly all three authentic to yourselves. And that's what I love. It's like, Kara, what you were saying, how you'll see many quote unquote influencers and it's just like every single thing. And honestly, to me with part of my business, I have to do a little bit of it, but I struggle so bad at it. I I hate the social media world in that regard. So I have so much respect for the three of you because I think it's so challenging for a personality like mine. I'm not good at it. I don't like it. It's a lot of work. And I think that, I think people look at you guys or look at influencers and like, Oh, they're getting paid to do this. It's so glamorous. And so that I'm like, it is so much work. And then on top of having to decide like filter between like, yeah, obviously it'd be nice to have the income for this post or the, the money that comes with this. But being authentically you and staying true to yourself in that and deciding what is actually worth it and what, when you could have the money, which is always tempting. Right. Um, right. and I just think all three of you are like really good at that of just being authentic to yourselves. And it is so much work that I could never do what you guys do, whether it's podcast or influencing. But you do so much, Brie, like you're, what you did, you've gone to school forever and you have so many incredible jobs and like you actually make, like you are responsible for people's faces. Like people trust you with their face. I mean, it's just different personalities, I guess. But I look at what you guys do and I'm like, I could never do that. And like, thank God we're all created differently and have different gifts and passions and what, whatnot. But like, that is ch- what you guys do is so challenging to me. It's actually mind blowing because Michael does a lot of it. And I watch him so good at it. He's like the best at it. He's amazing. He's not even influencing. That's just himself. See, he's just himself. He's being himself. Right. But I watch how much work goes into it. And it's just, that's just, it's not my field. And it's not something I want to do or am just naturally good at. So it's. Can you take a moment to just say that I love that we're all just like, well, you're amazing. No, you're amazing. No, (laughs) you're amazing. I was just about to say that my favorite part about this, like the four here, well, the three, I guess, cause I'm in it, man, the mom brain is so real. I just like, 
each of you, like Ashley, even as you were saying like the influencing stuff, like Ashley's the one that sat down with me and it was like, this is also the difference between like good girlfriends and how they like, wow, I have zero words tonight. It's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's not my just on a run. I mean, Sorry. At night. Who does? Um, yeah, exactly. How many miles did you run? 12? Just 30 minutes. Not 12 oh. miles. What are you saying? It's on the treadmill. And I had to get off twice to help Legend because he was trying to put stuff on the treadmill. Anyways, I was just going to say that how it comes across online is actually like how Ashley really is in real life. It's the same way Bree is in real life. It's the same reason, same reason Caroline, same way that Caroline is in real life. And like when I sat down and was like, okay, I feel like I can make money from this because I have built trust with my followers and I'm only 20,000 deep, which seems like a lot to a lot of people, but like in our world is not really a lot of people, but they're like my 20,000. I like protect them really hard because they're so fiercely loyal with me and they're just good people. Like they're really good people. I have a crush on them and they know it. But like when I said to Ashley, I was like, okay, so I feel like Ashley was like, you have got to stop sending out these links for free. <laughs> like I would send out links to stuff and it doesn't cost anyone that's buying it anything extra when those links compute to like a style uh, reward style link. It just offers commission for the work you're doing on, on the back end. So, but my favorite part about it was that Ashley sat down with me and she was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to help you monetize. Like we're going to do this. And I, and it was never, and has never been like a, com a competitive environment with her. So I got spoiled because I thought that's how all influencers were. And that is not the case. Not all influencers are created equal. <laughs> and it gets, it gets, it's a lot for me in my feeling heart. I'm a feeling creature. And it just was like, holy cow, it felt, it just felt overwhelming. So it does matter that you build the trust, but it, it does matter to me that the three people that are here are also the same on and off the screen, if you will. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. 
Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Ashley did that for me, too. Ashley, you are the most... Okay, now this is something I have to tell you, Ashley. You are genuinely, like, pure-hearted. Like you really are pure hearted. You genuinely love your friends. You are kind. You have a very gentle disposition. Like you are very like calming to be around because you like accept everyone for exactly where they are. You're always eager to help. You're always just like so pleasant and kind, but you're also spicy. I mean, you you got you got your kicks, but it's just like you you genuinely help people and when you help them you do it because you want them to succeed even if it is in your same field competing in the same kind of like lane like you still help people like you're really really like open about that what how how do you do that what is that well i'm blushing i feel strange hearing people <laughs> say this about me but thank you it's a secret ambush love confession. We're all here tonight to tell you how great you are. Oh, I love you all. It's like an intervention, uh, opposite intervention. <laughs> um, well, one thing, I read the Bible cover to cover this past during when we were truly in COVID and I kind of just are in quarantine and I kind of was just waiting for like certain things to pop out at me and over and over the main thing that popped out at me was have a servant's heart. So that's always what I tried to lead anything with is that, but my husband told me this one time and I, it stuck with me. He said, there's always, you know, there's tons of actors in LA, but there's always room for a really good one. There's tons of models in New York, always room for an exceptional one. There's a bajillion songwriters and singers in Nashville, always space for a really good one. And so I never look at it as a competitive thing. If you want to do this, there's space for you. And if that's my friends, there's space for you. And I think that good things come to people who are open and good. And if you have that competitiveness in that um, I'm not going to help you because it could hurt me. I, I just don't believe, I don't buy into that. You know, I think when you build up your friends around you, you just keep going up. So it's kind of my theory. And people helped me too. You know, Mallory helped me so much in the beginning. She helped um, me too. Uh, Mallory took me to lunch and she taught me how to do everything with Instagram and like do filters and, so nice. Yeah. So people helped me. So I feel like, why wouldn't I help other people without help from other people? I mean, I did do a lot of Googling cause I'm so old that this was still kind of a new thing when I started. So there was a lot of Googling, a lot of watching YouTube videos. And if I can save somebody the headache of doing all that, then I'm going to, you know, well, that's very nice. And you are going straight to heaven with mother Teresa, just so you know. <laughs> I don't have that much niceness in me. I'm trying to be more like that, but I'm not fully there. You are so nice. What are you even That's talking about? So you are so nice. I'm not, not in my brain. Are you filtering out what happens in that brain? I don't believe it because I do feel like at the core, it's just a good, nice person, Eggie. Kristen calls me Eggie. 
I know. I, I try not to, but now it's like, if I call you Caroline, I feel like it's like a little kid who's in trouble. <laughs> like I, feel I love like, it when you call me Eggy. I need to get better at calling you Eggy. Okay. So Caroline and I have this, if you haven't heard me on the last four podcasts, tell this story. Stop me if you've heard this one. But we were convinced when we met that we were separated at birth and found each other years later. And so we've called each other the split egg. And so that, like, like I said earlier, Kristen and I have such an intense personalities and we're oversharers to the max and we're both emotional wrecks at the core. So it is like perfect. It is true love. <laughs> it is truly an egg split. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It was a great day when we met. It was a beautiful day. I was like, she's far too pretty to be my friend. I bet she's mean. I felt so like, stupid. <laughs> you were like stunning. I remember seeing you. This is probably. You were like, like stunning. Let's clarify. I used to be hot. I am mom bod to the max and like mom life now. I do not feel that way anymore. Okay. Caroline. Okay. 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 The story that was in the past. That's why I said you were stunning. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but you still are hot. I just don't care anymore. The, the amount of care that I used to have for it has gone down so much. Listen, you're preaching to the choir over here. I'm like about to be 40 in January. I mean, things have fallen that I thought would never fall. Yeah. When I collect my boobs, they're still great. And I'm like, ladies, there you are. But I got to like pull them into a bra contraption. And I'm just, you know, it's like part of it is just like it's a healthy body. I mean, it's everything. It's, it's weird. Like, all the old <laughs> tricks don't work anymore. You know how, like, some of your younger listeners are going to be like, oh, this, like, old lady. But, like, salad for three days or, like, lemon cleanse. Like, Beyonce. I remember, like, it used to work and I'd feel so good. And now I'm, I don't know what's happening. It's everything. Okay, Kristen, my sister saw my boobs not too long ago and she said they just look sad. They're just. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> oh, I just don't know. I mean, honestly, like I'm so proud of them because I got them so late. In you life. love I, your boobs, Kristen. You have always loved them and they're big and you prayed for those big mama jamas and they came I did. in. <laughs> I did. And God gave me a good set. And so I have to be grateful because they're healthy. And yeah. I think healthy boobs is a really like, it's, you know, hashtag blessed. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just, I guess I get sad for all of us when I see us in the mirror because I'm like, you know what you were, you know what has been. Ladies, you know look at you, look at you, girls. Do something with yourselves. That's <laughs> how I have nothing to say here because she's got the hottest bod ever. So yeah. she's like, no idea what y'all so, are talking here's about. Here's why I have nothing to say. One, I haven't birthed my own child or children, so I cannot relate to you through. I've adopted mine, so it has not wreaked havoc on this body and secondly because of that my boobs have not dropped and actually I paid for them so they're lifted up and just like in place because I didn't have any so there's that I really can't comment because I have not been through what you guys have been through listen Brie, if I like an avatar I would stay silent too Brie I was silent <laughs> Brie walked into a play date the other day in like these little tiny shorts I'm like oh my god what I would get for my body to look like With that perfect what ass I mean, Brie, oh, so good. It is so tight. Who's watching now? Like, okay, let's change the subject. <laughs> I mean, it's just so good. Hot mom alert. Hot mom alert. Let's go back to collecting your boobs because that was funny. <laughs> Here's my thing. I'm going to be dead honest with you. I would really, and I'm hitting 42, Kristen. 
I am like 38, so I'm getting close and I'm like, oh God, people start getting like real plastic surgery, like for like facelifts and boob lifts and all that stuff. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not against that. Listen, I am really not against it. I'm totally into like pursuing anything I can to help me make me feel good. Like that is something that I personally like, but I do not want to have surgery or else I would probably want to get my boobs lifted, but I'm so afraid of surgery. Yeah. I'm not doing anything with these girls. Are you going to leave them even if they're sad? Well, I'm going to leave them forever and ever. I think so. You know, because I feel like I'm struggling with this. I need to hear what you're saying. Cause I feel like my girls need to be lifted. No. Okay. So two things. Okay. One, I truly did pray for them. And you guys, it's because I was such a late bloomer that like every Dan Huddleston, if you're listening to this, I've got a comment for you, you asshole. He told me once that I was a carpenter's dream flat as a board. Oh. And it stuck with me for forever. And I was like, well, what am I gonna do about it? Like there's I can't do anything about that. Like, that's not fair. Asshole. And I also like to take this time to say that I did have a back brace and an inhaler. So like I've really gone through it. So when I say I prayed for boobs, I feel like it was God's way of being like, Hey girl, he comes like, sometimes I feel like God talks to me. Like one of the boys to men guys is like, Hey girl, I'm down there. So you were like Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion. Oh, it was like, that's my reality. So when I got the boobs, they came in at like 19. They were like, I was a late, late bloomer. And I feel like because we've had so much success together, like we just had this life together where we wore backless shirts at one point. They held, they held the triangle top that's back in style now. Like they held it up on their own. Yes, you are, you are speaking to my heart. I didn't even know I needed to hear this. Okay, what else? And I just, I'm like, I have such gratitude for them that I'm like, these are my fucking OGs, you know? Yes. Like, I'm like, you know what, girl, you, you did it. And then you tried really hard. You tried so hard to feed two babies and it was such a shit show and it just was so unsuccessful and you look like you've tried really hard. And I just feel like, I'm like, girls, we're in this together to the end. And I don't, and you know what, them. They're, they, they've been there for me. They I love this. Single pop. They what? They held the triangle top. I love that you said this because. My girls have been there for me when it mattered. Like when I really needed to work it and strut it and flaunt it and push it up and like rock it. They they were there. They were there. And it mattered. So I don't need to go. So why would I betray them now? Why you trying to hate on them? Why Why would I hate on them now after everything they did for me? I'm just going to get rid of them? Ugh. God, I'm so glad we have this conversation. Yeah, you better respect. 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 Also, my husband's obsessed with them, so that it feels good. Like I'm well, not. he's the only one that's going to see him naked anyway, so who cares? Yeah, I'm the hottest chick he's sleeping with, so. <laughs> so I'm like, what? why would I do all that? Like, it is what it is. I support that. Don't change it. Love mm-hmm. it. Listen, I would say that the tables would be, this would be a much different conversation had God not sent those beautiful breasts from heaven to me at 19, because I would have gotten implants for sure. Mm. So thank God you were in a back brace and you couldn't get implants. I was so busy in my back brace (laughs) with my inhaler around my neck. Around your neck? No. (laughs) Thanks for a better story. But I bet you were still the coolest kid in school. Nope. No, 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 ma'am. (laughs) No. 
I, I, that is really what a sweet friend says to another friend who wore a back brace. And I love you for that, but that is. <laughs> you have scoliosis? Why'd you wear a back brace? Scoliosis. Okay. okay. I was 13. They put rods in my back and I had so you didn't have surgery. It was a bad one. Bad one. Never would have known. Two oh. years. Two years I wore that back brace and it didn't even do its job. <laughs> oh my God. Did you walk so straight all the time? Well, yeah, I walked straight with or without her, but <laughs> what? it doesn't make her not walk straight. <laughs> Why does Kristen keep taking a hard left? It's the old scoliosis. <laughs> I'm like a human NASCAR track. You're like <laughs> walking straight. I'm actually crying. Uh, I did sit up straight and that is what we I did sit up straighter did it squeak no no (laughs) I'm just like yes yes, the back brace I thought you meant the rods I was like (laughs) the back brace so every time you walked it squeaked I'll tell you what it did do no it did it didn't squeak horribly but what it did do is it poked out you know like I could wear a sweatshirt like I'm wearing now, but like if I moved it all, it would like pop a wing out the back or like pop in the front. Like it just, it was hard. It was a hard time. Uh, what did you learn during that season? Cause that's like a really impressionable time, you know? I would like to say that content of character truly matters in a human being and that you, that I have always been actions and words have to match for me. Because a lot of people could be nice to my face and then they were saying mean things behind my back. Brace. See what I <laughs> But I do think, like, it always mattered to me. And pretty early on, I was like, you know what? I read this quote the other day that says, if, if what you see and what, you're he- what you see and what you hear don't match, trust your eyes. Mm. And I was like, I really felt like at a young age, it just kind of showed me people's true character. Like if you, you know, there's a lot of, and you just never know who people are going to grow up to be. That's the other thing it taught me. But how did you know that back then? Because you were in the middle of growing up. Well, because I knew what was inside of me and I knew I was more than a back brace, you know, like I was like, I'm going to be somebody. I don't know who I thought I was going to be, but for a while I wanted to be the first female president of the United States, but. But wouldn't that job be the worst? Worst. I'm out. Yeah. changed your mind oh hard pass but it was like I just knew I was like you're judging me off of this brace but it sorts your friends quick you know mm. and you know who your people are were you able to be confident in that or did it make you feel insecure I think it hurt probably a little bit but I've always just had a different perspective so and you're so I think that's what made you so empathetic oh <laughs> yeah I had two monkeys as parents, so that was not helpful. And then I also had, so there's like turmoil happening at home. There's an inhaler, there's a back brace, there's, you know, flat boobs, no period. What's happening? I mean, it was just really, it was the gauntlet. It was tough. Mm-hmm. And also I, I feel like, yeah, I just couldn't. Now that's why I'm like, this is a good buy. If you, if you have a healthy body, if you have healthy boobs, then we just have to be so thankful for these magnificent breasts and we just have to love on them. Mm-hmm. Love on them. 
When did right, the like, tides turn? I'm talking them up. I'm talking them up right now. They feel I, right. I, my girls are listening. Okay. We I have heard. I saw them perk up. We heard. They listened. You have received. We have received and we have heard. Hey, when did the tides turn for you? Because now you're the hottest, coolest, most fun, sweetest, bestest friend. So when did like in kicking ass and everything you do, like everything you do is always so heartfelt and amazing and people always see that in you. And that's okay. Now I'll tell you, Kristen, what I love about you. No, no one is more heartfelt and loving than you. Like nobody loves, no one loves harder than you do. When you love, like you love all the way down to like someone's toenail. Like you are like hard, hard lover, which is really, really amazing because it takes so much out of someone to love as hard as you do, but like you just love that hard. When you love people, like you really go all the way and that's really amazing. I feel like, wow. this is where, I feel like this is where you tell me that there's like a police report coming <laughs> for how much you or something. No, I mean it in the, like the best way possible. Like you give so much of your soul to, to everything you do. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people don't even know how to do that. But like, that's just how you are. That's your MO. Like you might, it's not as well breathing for you. Like you're just sharing your soul at all times and giving that to people. And I think that that's a really big gift and blessing because it helps other people be able to share their heart and their soul. And so I think that that's something you're really great at. And you love really well and you see people and like you think about people and you do nice things for people and you say nice things and you show up and like, you're just like, you're, you're very, you're very clear to let people know the people that you know that you love. You're very clear to let them know you love them and you show them. And I think that that is really a gift that you have. And aggressive. But it's no, it's not aggressive. It's just so great because when you're loved by you, like it's, you know, that that's a, it's, it's not, you don't just pass it out. Like you really go in and that's amazing. I really do. And if I don't love you, then the Detroit sneaks out. And you know that too. (laughs) It takes a lot to get there. But once you're there, it's just really hard to come back. I've never seen that side. Yeah, because I'm obsessed with you. Peering outside of your window right now like a super creep. Great. Come on in. (laughs) Come on in. We're braless and pantless. Got on no bras and no pants. Must have no bras or pants to join. And it's not one of those sexy parties like everyone who's not a female might think it would be. So yeah, as grandma as you can get. In our elder years. So talk to me about that. The switch from like, and y'all might, okay, Bree Chandler, you are still, and not that you all y'all aren't so hot, but like, I'm telling you, like we all know Bree is like a smoke show. So, but like, when, when did, have y'all felt the switch from like being young, cool, hot, amazing to like, old, tired, sagging mom. Like I felt it. Like I felt it hard. I am in it. (laughs) I'm in it. It's happening now. I will say this is, so I'll be 40 in four months. Something happened this year. Something happened this year for me. It is, it, something is happening. I, I, there's, there's a good side to what's happening, a really, really, really good side to what's happening. But then there's this also a very alarming side that I feel like I have held off. (laughs) I have held off aging as long as I could. Yes. Yes. That's it. That's it. And then all of a sudden it hit like a freaking freight train. Yeah. Sniper. Sniper. It was a sniper. Snuck in the back. Yeah. Getcha. 
Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Okay, so what's the good side? (laughs) What's the bad side? (laughs) Well, the bad side is the front side. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think the... I just think it's a hard realization, maybe. I've also had a lot of loss this year. Um, Like I've lost some really important people in my life. So I think that has started the shift too, where you start to go like, okay, really, if I only had, you know, like one of my most important people that I lost this year um, was someone I call my Dallas mom, but she was like a mom to me in so many ways. And I can't really talk about her, I'll just be a mess. But she was only 67. And I'm like, gosh, if I only had 27 years left, like, what am I really going to do here? You know what I mean? Like you start to get, starts to get really real, really fast. And then my dad was 69 and he passed away a couple months ago and it's just short. And all of a sudden you're like, what are we really doing? Like, am I, so there's, I think that's the side of it where I've just come to this like moment of gratitude and like a capable healthy body is really incredible and it's a gift and then it's like if you have a gift if you love something if you dared to dream something you just have to do it now you have to find a way to do it because i mean i don't know i just I, it really hit me this year and i'm like i would say this that we're once you hit 40 and I'm not saying like you're old or life is over or anything, but I would say that it's fair to say you're on the back half of your life. And so maybe that's why it feels that way. It feels a little more YOLO. 
it feels like I, I mean, I wore cheeky bottoms in Miami and South Florida and I was just like, let this shit out because YOLO. And because I think, and you would probably agree with this too, Aggie, like, cause we're so much alike with this, but like, I have never, I never appreciated the hot bod when I had the hot bod. I know. Never, never. And now I was actually down. I was like, like I was oh. fat. Like I thought I was fat, and now I look back and I'm like, what in the actual f were you thinking? So all I know for sure is that five years from now, I'm gonna wish I was as hot as I am now. True. So this shit's coming out. I mean, cheeky bottoms, rocket, low boobs, and the under. I've nailed the under boob. That's for sure because they're sneaking out of every top I'm trying to put on. So. But I just I really think like, that the more you know who you are, you don't you realize it's not about the look, so you don't care as much about it. No. And so you're just like, you I have a healthy... You know who you are. Yeah, I have such a healthy body. Like, healthy bodies are a real rarity. True. <clears throat> it's, it's so incredible what we're up to and the gift we've been given. And my husband's older than me, so I'm a hot, younger wife, no matter what. <laughs> Same. Yeah. I'm older than Michael. Same. How many years older are you than Michael, Brie? Only a year and a half. What about you? Four. Anybody married to a Michael is older than a Michael. That's interesting. Yeah, older than a Michael. What's it like being married to a UFC fighter, Brie? Because, I mean, I think most of us could never, ever, ever even start to relate. I mean, I get asked that question a lot. It's hard to answer because – when we started dating, like he was full blown, like professionally fighting. So I had a choice to make. It took me like a year and a half to even like agree to go on a date with him. Cause I was just like, this guy probably has anger issues and can't communicate and is uneducated and all these stereotypical things. And obviously I was wrong, but I, I went into it knowing that's what he did. Like, it wasn't like, Oh, this is a hobby and maybe someday he'll do it. Like he was doing it. That's how he was earning a living. And so um, I mean, I'm a competitive person, so I think there's that excitement component to it <clears throat> as well. He's very good at what he does. He's tough. I mean, yes, can anything always happen? Sure. But honestly, I don't worry about the physical component so much because I know how tough he is. Um, I'm, it's more the emotional side because he's such a good man and he gives 110% in everything he does for anybody too, that whenever he loses it's more the emotional component for me that watching him accept that knowing he gave 110 percent and sacrificed literally everything for that moment that's the hard part to watch because i mean cuts heal bruises heal you know not that you want surgeries or things to happen but thank goodness for medicine we, we it heals so um it's more just the emotional component honestly i have a question actually Mm-hmm. so when you because I just feel like I do feel like my inner Michigan like that Detroit side would it would be like don't mess with my man remember that song oh, yeah. like does that come out when you're watching him do that oh yeah I like, mean I'm oh yeah I mean I things come out of my mouth that I did not know I was capable of saying like hoping he kills the person. I'm like, you know, kill him. <laughs> but yeah, like anything you get to win, you're like, well, hope the guy doesn't die, but he did sign a waiver. Like you think that, you know, <laughs> I don't care. 
and they're like, oh, he's a dad too. Like I shouldn't actually wish that. You know, you know, like you step back from the emotional moment and I don't actually wish that. But in the moment, yeah, anything for him to win. So yeah. But we almost need this release because everyone loves to watch it. So what is that in human nature? Like we need to see this or else people wouldn't love it, you know? Just like, yeah, exactly. But I think it's just, human nature and it's in its rawest form mm-hmm. you know that survival thing i think that's like, all of us that's mm-hmm. weird but it's like it is animalistic right totally but it's it's also yeah i mean the majority i would say 90 percent of fighters they it's a it, they train for this like it's not out of anger it's not out of emotion like you don't do well if it's out of emotion if you're an angry person and you just wants to go into fighting because you're fighting on the streets and you're good at it and you just want to do it you're not you're not going to actually be successful it's putting the time in and the work from all the different mixed martial arts forms and sacrificing alcohol different types of food for years and years and years to be able to perform at the top level so it's um I don't know. I just think it like takes us back to when we were first created, like the rawest form of who we were for survival. I don't even want to know what goes on in y'all's bedroom when he wins a fight. Like I don't even want to know. <laughs> Usually nothing. Usually like, I'm like, Hey, do you want some Tylenol or ibuprofen? He's like, oh, good. I'm tough. I'm like, okay, we are bruising a lot of places. Cause even if he wins, he's still sometimes, you know, like, injured. Yeah. Yeah. Tabletop that. Do you guys have to, I'm just going to ask it. So do you have to, it's okay because we're all friends and you're getting closer to the end of that wine. That's why I feel comfortable asking it. I can tell I'm gauging. (laughs) (laughs) No, like Olympic Olympic athletes have to like sustain from sexual activity, like prior to races and like prior to a lot, like a lot of like professional athletes, I'm assuming would be the same way. Like, yeah, because there's something with it. I don't remember it specifically, but I remember like males, more specifically have to build up testosterone from their hot wives that grow abs in their sleep is what they need to get that testosterone built up so they can really correct yeah no well it's we don't really have that issue because when he is in competition he usually leaves for 10 weeks at a time so as for now he's gone he comes home on weekends most of the weekends but when you get closer to the fight he doesn't travel as much. So usually depending on where the fight is, if it's overseas, he probably doesn't come home for three weeks prior to the fight. Or if it's stateside, he won't come home two weeks prior to the fight. And so I haven't seen him. And then when I do see him a day or two before the fight, like, no, nothing has ever happened. And it's, it's just like his mental, I oh, think well, yeah. I get a separate hotel room and I do my own thing. And I just kind of let him be with his coaches and let him keep his mindset of where he needs to be. I've never actually been involved in the process of the day-to-day stuff. Like, during fight week or I'm, I'm there, but I'm not, I try to give him where he needs to be. You know, you're such a perfect wife. I feel like you're such a perfect wife for Michael because you are so like, you're so strong and so driven and so passionate, but you also are so good at like letting Michael get what he needs without like, even like you saying that right there, like giving him, even when you haven't seen him in 10 weeks, you know that you're coming to support him physically and emotionally, but like you're still letting him be in his zone and it's all about him and like staying in that zone. Like you're such a good wife to let him always stay in his zone when there's so much sacrifice on your end. Well, thanks. But I mean, I, I he, 
he does it for me too. You know, so oh, I think they are a really good couple. I have a lot of respect for him. So because he sacrificed so much for me and he lets me have that, like back when I was like, Oh, I'm going to, Hey, I'm going to bridge from being a PA to a doctor. Like that sounds cool at 35 years old, like while you're grinding and I just decide I want another degree. And I just think it, for what? I mean, he, and I'm like, I don't know, just cause I think it'd be cool. And he's like, you want to do more school three more years? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. He's like, okay. You know, like he's always just been like supportive of what I needed to do to fulfill what I feel that I'm called to do to be my best self. And I, you know, have a lot of respect for him. And I, you know, he's, he provides for our family mainly. So it's, I just want to give him what he needs to be the best he can be. But it's, it's easier to do that when you have a spouse that does the same for you. Yeah. yeah I'm so good at this. What? I'm going to let Preston listen to this, A. And B, Caroline and I would make it four minutes in a marriage like that because no, that's what I'm telling you. I would be terrible. I'd be a terrible wife for Michael. Cause I would not be able to do what you're doing. Is that is, like go would, Yeah. Like I would fly in and I'd be like, tell me how much you missed me. Look me in the eyes. Let me kiss your lips. Like I would be so excessive that I would just be like missing that. I want Like when Preston comes home, I just want to like, eat his face off of his head. And so I feel like it would, I would be horrible. I would be like the coach's worst nightmare. Well, and then also you wouldn't be able to let him do what he needed to do right when you get there when he's been gone for 10 weeks and then you have two days together and he's like right with the fight. You'd be like, oh, but I'm feeling upset. I'm not feeling seen. Like you're not loving me. Like don't you like, and then do do we have a problem? Are you mad at me? What's going on? I mean, it would be spiral, you know, like it would go into like emotional spiral with me too. Like, cause I'd be like, why are you not giving me all the attention? I'm so independent. I feel like I have the opposite problem. Like he, I probably make him feel that way more than I do. Like where he's like, do you really? miss me? Oh, for sure. How do you feel independent, Bree? I don't know. I just, I don't know. This is why I love you so much. I, this is why I'm excessively loving you all the time. This is I, why I need friends like you guys to bring me back to that like emotional side and balance me out and be like, yes, remind me that I need to be more soft and like that and loving and, you know? It's a good mix because... I need to be more like you. Like I learn a lot from you. Like I, I know I'll never be like you because it's not in my nature, but I love to be around you because I gather really good. How would fra- phrase it, Kristen? What do you gather from Brie? Cause I'm sure I feel the same way. Well, I just, I always gather like the sense of self, the sense of strength. Like there's so much determination too. And it is so inspirational to me because you're just such a badass that I'm like, shit like I leave you and I'm like I gotta get it together like it's it's not even it might have been shameful but I'm like I really gotta get my shit together like she went she went back to school for three years said me never and I also just it's like you are a good mom you are an incredible wife you understand him I don't feel like everything is so black and white with women and men I often just feel like it's about learning your person and knowing what they need specifically and it's so you don't think you're feeling, but it's actually the most feeling thing you could do to just understand him and know him that well. And us. that's a really big thing, I think. Well, because that is probably a huge reason to why he's able to be the top of his game because you let you don't hold him back. You know, it's very easy for a spouse to emotionally hold someone back and you don't do that. Instead, like you are the ultimate supporter. And that's why I think you guys are so matched perfectly because like, like you said, the way you guys give to each other fully to like pursue your passions with no 
like fighting or like upsetness about it. Like, you know, y'all each know that the other one has a big calling and you're like, okay, I'm stepping out of your way to do your calling. It's hard. To, it's, it's really inspiring. It's really embarrassing. I say I like to, this is why I like to village raise children together with yes. all the different personalities are around because I don't necessarily have that, but I want my kids to see that and hear yes. that, learn a little bit from that. And, you know, Kristen, how you are just so over the top loving. I want my kids to feel not in a bad way, you know. I love you. I do smile. You're my wifey. I love you. But I want my kids to feel all those different things and see all the different dynamics. And when we just village up and they get the best of all the worlds, it makes me so happy. Amen. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Just so good. I love you guys excessively, which doesn't come shocking to anyone that's been listening for the last 55 minutes. Has it already been 55 minutes? I don't know. I just made it up, but I do feel like I'm excessive. Yeah, it is time to wrap this thing up, even though this was like a joy for me to do this with y'all. Why don't we just do this in general? Why don't we just do this in general? Yes. Okay. I do want to wrap up really fast with each of y'all talking. And Ashley, I want to ask you first. All of us have husbands who have interesting jobs, who tour on the road, who are gone, who have massive highs, massive lows um, due to their career and very, uh, very emotionally draining, hot and cold jobs. Ashley, how do you deal with or I mean, you don't have to go first, but like your husband's a big manager. He manages Blackberry Smoke. They're amazing. Love them so much. And Ben. 
for a long time and done so many different positions and roles within the music industry. It's, it's crazy. And after this last year, um, it's been crazy. We, you never think of music as something that will just not really be there. I remember him telling me one time that music was recession proof. <laughs> Let me tell you that touring is not COVID proof, you know? I would like to amen that. Mm-hmm. So like, how do you all deal with having a husband who is gone and who has so much emotional stake in their job? Because I know, I know a lot of people have a lot of stake in their job, but like, I feel like our husbands in particular are like giving their entire personality, self, soul, you know, it's like, it's not just like clock in, clock out. It's like a f- never ending job. It never stops. And he never stops. I mean, I remember on our honeymoon, he was working our wedding night. He answered a contract on our wedding night. Cause it's timely. Everything's timely. Yes. I think that two things. One, I wife up with y'all, with all my mom friends and we wife up and we just do the dang thing, you know? And then two, with the highs and lows, it's even more important to me as a mom to be that like stable, positive, safe place because Trey is gone a lot and it's not necessarily on a routine timeline. So they don't ever get to feel like a sense of normalcy with the timeline. It's just one day he's there, one day he's not, one week he's there, one day, you know? So for me, it's just more important to be like the safe, steady, arms wide open kind of loving mom and to do that with other moms, you know? Because we get tired. Do parents get tired? I do think that's what is so cool about Nashville is all of us do have husbands that are gone so much that it has allowed us to have this really intense friendship that is so good with each other that I'll, and now I'm maybe understanding that's why the Nashville community of women is so strong in the entertainment industry, you know? That's so true. And because everybody has unique and creative, not everyone, but a lot of us have unique creative um, careers ourselves, our husbands do, we're not nine to five type of people and when you can get together with other nine to feel not nine to five type people you can feel accepted and loved and like you're normal i mean we are normal but we don't fit the normal mold you know yeah no i will piggyback off that because i you know moving from san diego four years ago to here like was really hard for me because i never wanted to leave but now and looking back i would not I don't know how I would have made it out there with the career my husband's on. Like Caroline took me in under her wing and like introduced me to all of you guys and everybody else and was so kind to me. And I remember I went to a party, like a birthday party at a dinner when I, like the week I got here and a picture was posted of me with you and a couple like, 10 other girls and people are like, how do you already have friends that fast? I'm like, Oh, Caroline hobby. Like she is the one who introduces you to everybody so that you feel welcomed and, you know, just with a group of great girls already. And with a husband who travels so much, I was not like anybody in San Diego and being here, this is normal. Like what Ashley said, this is very normal for us. It's not normal, but it's our normal. And you start, at times when you're tired and exhausted and you feel lonely and you feel, you know, misunderstood or 
not heard or not seen by a lot of people because you're as a woman and as a mom handling it all and being that safe place like Ashley mentioned and always being the constant one and being there for your kid or just being there for your spouse um, it's tiring and it's exhausting. And when you don't have relationships with other females that can actually relate to you, that was the hardest thing for me. And I went to therapy for a lot for it because no one understood me and what I did and what my role as a wife was because none of my friends had to go through it prior to being here. And I'm so thankful for well, you girls, especially, but just the community here in Nashville, what Caroline was saying, because it is. It's, it's unlike anything else. And we have to experience, like, I think from the outside looking in, a lot of people are like, oh, well, your husband's touring with so-and-so and always managing so-and-so and always fighting. And, and it is cool and it's awesome. And I wouldn't change it for the world, but it has its own layers of difficulty and exhaustion that I don't think people see or understand. And it's lonely a lot, especially as a mom with your kids in it, it gets lonely. And when you don't feel understood or like you have people to kind of come alongside you and champion you through it, it's really hard. And so being here in Nashville has been huge for me and, and my development as being a wife and a mom through this season, because I couldn't do it without you guys. And it's, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm thankful every day for it, but it's just funny to look back and be like, oh my gosh, I didn't even want to move, but I don't know where I would be if I wouldn't have moved because no one would have understood me. I think that from an outside perspective, everything looks really perfect and glamorous. And I think this is, it's a lesson for me too, to think everyone's that way, you know, that everybody has their struggles and everything, but a lot of when you're in an industry where someone's gone all the time, it, there's just a lot of things that might look glamorous, but it's really not, you know, <laughs> so many highs and lows and the highs are like higher than anything you've experienced. And the lows are so low sometimes. And it's just, that's the entertainment industry. And to be able to have friends who you literally can just like sit up on y'all's couch, do whatever, hang out, grab a glass of wine, talk and just kind of dump a little bit and not be judged for it. And just know that like it's safe and you actually will get good, helpful feedback, you know, and like really good support because we all understand this lifestyle, you know, it's really older. I think as I've gotten older, I really, really appreciate the friends that sit with you in the lows. I feel like so many people want to be there for the highs and, or just the, you know, everyday stuff, but who sits with you in the lows? That is something really, really special to have people that will be there in the lows. And I appreciate those people the most. Amen. I also think it's really special too, that I would say almost I mean, I think all of my friends, but specifically our industry, it's so easy. It would be really easy for all of us to fuel fires. And I feel like we really do. We're so for each other's marriages working and for each other, trying to figure out what's best for each other's marriages. Like when you do spill and you do have the safe spot or you do hit the like, like Caroline for sure was with me in the lows when I had love, Preston's career took off. And so like we talk about the highs and the high, and the lows, but like I didn't get to celebrate any of the highs with him because he was brand new. And so this that year he's gone 280 days and I had this brand new baby and I didn't have family and no one was coming to visit. And I was just like, 
what have I, like, what is happening? And you would have thought it would have been so cool, but you weren't getting, like you said, you weren't getting to, like, have the after parties of champagne where everyone's hanging out or go to the number one parties or fly to Las Vegas when they're playing whatever. Like, you're not getting to do that because you have a newborn. That's really hard. And also because they were new, like, everyone suspects that, like, not, they were not new. I want to clarify that because they've been doing this for 20 years, but, like, the success was new. And so it wasn't, I think the biggest facade for a lot of people is like the minute that they're on a bus, you get to be on a bus with them too. It's like, he's on a bus with 12 other dudes. There's no room for me. Like I can't be on the bus. Like I couldn't be, it just, there's so many different levels to the success that like, it just wasn't an option. But I'll say in those days, like, you know, you, the other thousand horses, wives, those were my first friends here. And y'all were just so for. I, I, it's, it just hit me like in this moment while Brie was saying what she was saying when Ashley was talking about it, like I have never in my Nashville career. So almost seven years ever heard anyone talk about divorce or separation, like for each other, like as a solution, which really special when you think about it, because we've all that the highs and lows that we hit as wives. I mean, it's a real, first of all, you have to trust on a different level when your husband's on the road, no matter what he's doing on the road, you just have to trust differently because you got to hope his ass is acting right when he is out and away from you. And if he's not, he will see the Detroit side. I'm just kidding. But it is like, you know, it's really, it builds a lot, but there's also so many areas where we could come in and like say, well, that's not okay. And we're so for each other. Like, I'm so for each of your marriages and so for like y'all being like the best you can be for each other. And I can hold space for you to vent the things you want to vent. But like, ultimately we all just get each other back up on track and we're like, okay, we got this, you know, like that's a real rarity. And I love that so much. And also it's like, I, if I ever feel like I never feel jealousy or anything like that, if anything, I am only inspired. Like if something about what y'all are doing makes me go like, freak. That's awesome. Like, Oh my God, I wish I was like that. Or, Oh my God, I wish that was happening for me. Then I'm not like at all jealous. If it sparks anything, I'm like, okay, I'm going to like, like you said, Kristen, every time you hang out with Brie, like I gotta get my ass to work. Okay. I gotta like, that's great to have friends who make you want to rise up. And that's why I feel like, and even with the marriages too, that's why I feel like very safe with my industry friends that we've built over these past years, because I know that you guys want me to have a thriving life and I want you guys to thrive and I never want to do anything to jeopardize your happiness. And like you said, we all want our marriages to win. We all want our careers to win. We all want ourselves to be happy and our friends to be happy. And that's really rare. This is like really rare. That's why I think it's like magic. Well, it's a, it's a conditional sisterhood. Like nobody hears from here. So we're choosing each other the same way we have to keep choosing our husbands over and over again. And it really is special. Like I have, I mean, I just can't even think of all the times, like even, even in the motherhood chapter, like I'll text Ashley and I'm like, shit show lunch. And she's like, shit show lunch. And it's like, we meet at 11 and we know it's going to be a disaster. And we know there's going to be, it's getting better because the kids are getting older, but like the last two years, I mean, we really, we've left it all on the field for some of those servers when we leave. And Our like, they're hiding under the table, fries are flying everywhere, but we're having a heart to heart and 
making memories and it's real community and village and like it just is it is what keeps us all together and keeps us all married I think that's why I'll never leave Nashville because like the friends I have here, this community, I know it could never be created somewhere else. There's too many, there's too many pieces that have all fallen into place that you cannot, you cannot force. It just has to happen naturally, you know? I agree. I I always wish this for other people. I'm like, I hope everybody has someone that makes them feel this way. You know, I was going to say that, like, I feel like, I feel like because we're alone so much, it lends itself for us to open up to each other. But I like really hope to anyone that's listening that you open up to your friend group. If you haven't found them yet, like really find the authentic ones because I think probably we need each other a lot just because, well, I need a lot of people because I'm needy and feeling I really love you. But I do feel like women just in general we have this idea, we have this way of making it seem like we're the only ones going through something. When you open up and you're vulnerable, you'll find like a lot of people. <gasps> oh my God. If I was Oprah, I would say, aha, that's an aha moment. So many things you read about motherhood or isolation, loneliness, um, feeling like you've lost yourself, feeling not seen, like feeling, you know, all this stuff because we don't talk to other moms and you have to, and other women, you have to share on some level, like you don't have to tell everything. You can have privacy, all that. I struggle with that. Michael's always like, why are you telling everyone everything all the time? Like shut your mouth. No, he's really nice, but he's like, why are you telling everyone everything all the time? Get that. Totally get that. So you can have privacy, but like you have to be willing to be vulnerable with your friends that you love and trust and are authentic to you because then you don't have to feel alone and all those terrible things that come along with motherhood and being a woman as you get older. Yeah. And And people that are listening that are still seeking and searching for that because I feel like I didn't always have this. I think that if you're still seeking and searching, perfectionism is not pretty anymore. That's not what's going to bring it in. When you drop the gate first and Vulner when you're vulnerable, when you're authentic, when you're raw, that's pretty, that's attractive to other people. And that's what will build it. You can't build that connection without, you know, by trying to be perfect. So when you drop that whole facade, that's when the real connection happens, you know? Yes. And their response to it, I think, is where you have to really check your gut because you'll know. Mm. If oh, brilliant. Yeah. Like, don't open the floodgates completely tiptoe, let a little thing out, but like just really listen to your gut because there's going to be people that are for you. And there's just people that are not going to be for you. And that's so true, Kristen, but there's also levels because like, I know who I can go open the floodgates all the way, let the water rage and pour it out. And y'all are that. And there's, I'm very blessed to have many more girlfriends like that as well. But there are other times where it's like, okay, I know I need to just like, I don't need to, you don't have to share everything with everyone all the time. Like you have like different levels of sharing with people, you know? Yeah. I think that I just, I've had friends that before, like were not for marriage. Okay. You know, like I'm just thinking back to like examples I can think of like, and they weren't ever against it, but just people that would be like, Oh, make a joke about your husband or whatever. And like, you're like, mm, no, mm-mm. like, you know, I love the shit out of you guys. I love the shit out of your husbands. I love your children. Like, I just want everybody to have a good life. 
And there's those in every single city and every single block. You just got to find them. Kristen, remember the first time we <laughs> met, we just well, we, we had met other times through our husbands. Our husbands have been friends for like 15 we, years. Um, thing but we made too much history there actually yes, we had this um play date and we both shared so much so that, that we both told each other well we have to be friends now because you know way too much <laughs> we have no other choice but it's like a prime example because like I would have never thought what we were sharing we would have in common you know like where I, it was so immediate and so good for me and I just was like I love that we can now like blackmail the shit out of each other if this never worked out like we just knew we were in it for life like and you do know and I think women are just kind of sometimes conditioned not to trust their gut and our our gut is spot on always it is God's urge it is the truth of all truths and it is your total knowing and if you just trust it you'll find your people you'll find your man you'll keep your man you won't murder him when he comes home and wants to watch football on a Sunday. It'll be good for you. I've loved this conversation. Okay. So every podcast I end with leave your light. And basically it is just, what do you want people to know? Super open-ended. Oh, I'm pointing to Kristen to go first. <laughs> Me too. I, I think all you have to do is if you, I think the biggest thing I would say is just the quote I said earlier, and it's not even mine, but it has really just changed it. Like if what you see and what you hear don't match, close your eyes. Thanks, Ashley. <laughs> Put myself last. Oh, I don't know. I don't sum things up well. <laughs> I'm usually in bed by now, okay? I saw you rubbing your eyes, Bree. Don't even think I didn't see I'm that. actually rubbing the laser portion. Oh. They're so swollen, they like itch. That's actually incredible coming from you. I love that. I mean, like Chandler exit. I got nothing. I mean, I love this conversation and it's true. I think just being true to yourself, um, owning who you are and owning your struggles and being able to, like we all have all said, being vulnerable with those with other women. Cause I do, I think you, it's easy to isolate yourself as a, a mom and a, a wife. And if you, knew there were so many other women out there thinking the same things or struggling with the same things. Um, I think life would become a little easier to handle because you'd have people to handle it with and feel normal in those moments. And the last four years I've felt more normal than I have my entire life. Um, and so it's about finding those people and just being open and honest and having people help you and needed help. And I struggle with that. So well, it's because you're so capable of doing everything. I would struggle too if I was you. <laughs> Ashley. Okay. Uh, mine's really simple. It's been my mantra as of late. And that's just grace always. Like under every circumstance, extend grace. You never know what someone's going through. You'd want it the same for yourself. Just simply grace always. You know, you radiate that. Thanks. I'm trying my best. My oldest child gives me a run for my money, but I'm trying my best. This is so fun. Brie, how was your first podcast? That was great. Easy you, you guys. Did you forget you're on one? Um, they all will hear this podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Forever. 
Um, or, do you cut some of me dragging on and on? You can just cut some of that out, Carolyn. No, I don't edit podcasts. She's the editless podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. What you see is what you get. It's called Get Real. Oh my gosh. I wish, but our faces aren't going to show, right? No, but no, I'm not going to show the faces, but I do want to take a snapshot. Okay. I'm going to end this for everyone. Don't hang up anyone. I'm just going to stop the recording. I love y'all. This was a blast. I'm kind of like rethinking my whole podcast. If this does really well, I feel like I just need to have my girlfriend conversations because this is the most fun podcast I've ever had. You're all getting shot. <laughs> That's not true. It's not the most fun podcast I've ever had because I love all of them, but this was something really cool and special. Don't y'all think? I, well, I think you're really cool and special. So of course it was. Oh, that's the most non-answer answer I've ever heard. No, yes, it was. I'm taking a quick little. Okay, wait, hold on. I know this is getting long. You can just. Okay, I'm going to end it. Okay, okay, okay. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.